Hey guys, this is G and Christina, and you're listening to Radical Stepmoms, a podcast about the good, bad, and really ugly moments about raising a child that you didn't create. The two of us bonded over our stepmotherhood experiences, and we want our listeners to feel like you're sitting right here with us, drinking your beverage of choice, and going, yes, hell yes, me too. We get in-depth about the realities of co-parenting, the way stepmotherhood affects a marriage, the relationship with our stepkids, and most of all, navigating the relationship with ourselves. We get real and sometimes use profanity, so keep that in mind if you have little ears around. To make it simple, we'll always put the E for explicit in our title. So pour yourself a LaCroix, a glass of red, or whatever, and listen in on Radical Stepmoms. Hello, you are listening to Radical Stepmoms. This is Christina, and welcome to the, the Being a Full-Time Stepmom episode. I have Sierra and Casey with me, and they are full-time stepmoms. Hi, ladies. Hi. Hi. Happy to be here. <laughs> Yay. Yes. So right before I hit record, I was explaining to them again, this is another episode that I can't speak to. Um, And I know a lot of you stepmoms out there are either contemplating moving to a full-time stepmom role or um, are currently living that. And I want there to be a support for you guys too. So I am welcoming Sierra and Casey on to discuss um, all the things that kind of come with being a full-time stepmom. So um, I'll start with Sierra. Will you give us kind of a backstory on your stepmama journey? Sure, definitely. So I met my now husband when we were in college and he had just a couple month old little girl at the time and we were friends for a while. And then around when she was one, we started dating. And I guess it was about a year into that that he sought primary custody from 50-50. Um, due to just some overall issues with bio mom not being in a good place at that time in her life. And so fast forward, so now she's eight and a half. So it's been quite a while since then. Um, Bio mom's still um, working on herself and um, is in a definitely a better place than she was then. But over time, like it wasn't as though we got a primary right out of the gate from court. But over the years with schooling, extracurriculars, it's just kind of worked out that she's let us take that primary role. And so she's put herself into an every other weekend type situation. Um, So while I say I'm a full-time stepmom, I don't mean that she's like completely out of the picture, like she is still around, but I do primarily handle all things school-related, medical extracurriculars, all that stuff. So I've been doing that for a few years and I'd say every year I take on more and more um, mm. but the last couple of years I'd say at least all the education and stuff's been falling on us so mm-hmm. and you are currently pregnant I'm currently pregnant with our second ours baby and we have a two and a half year old son so my stepdaughter is eight and a half two and a half year old another little boy on the way so it's been very busy. <gasps> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yay. Congratulations. That's Thank exciting. You. Uh, Casey, what's your stepmama journey? Ah, uh, well, I have a similar story to yours a little bit. Um, my husband and I met, we met at work actually, and we quickly, I guess, fell, not fell into a really, well, fell in love. Um, mm-hmm. We got together in January of, oh God, 2014. Yeah. 2014. I was pregnant in May, and at this time, um, we had my stepdaughter every weekend, 
So when he left Biomom, um, she had a lot of her own demons going on, but it he was working full time. So she Biomom had her on during the week. We had her on the weekends. Cool, mm-hmm. fine. Um, we he fought for years to, I guess you know. 50-50 to get 50-50 custody. He, we got 50-50 in a, no, I'm sorry, October of 2016. Once we got 50-50, we started hearing a lot more of the, I guess, dire situation that my stepdaughter was in. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, um, you know, we kept on, you know, top of what was going on with our stepdaughter. And then child services got involved in April of 2016 and that's when we got full well my stepdaughter was placed with us full time Mm -hmm. went through court we have had sole custody ever since wow yeah and i've had i mean i we have on our son who's going to be six soon actually end of december so (laughs) um and then an ours daughter who is four and a half Mm -hmm. so i have all three of them and I'm mom to all of them. <laughs> so bio mom is not in the picture at all? She is allowed to have supervised visitation uh, once a week. She does not take it. Maybe once a month. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, like, so I feel like I'm just sifting through all of the questions that I have given <laughs> your guys' backgrounds. I mean, I kind of have like a guideline of, you know, what to talk about, but um, let's start with, so it's, it was kind of a pro- process for both of you to, to gain more custody and stuff. Yeah. What were those conversations like with your partner? What were those conversations like with the kids? I mean, um, either leading up to it or like now as far as explaining to them their role or their mom's role and how how all that goes because I imagine you have like harder conversations talking about you know where's their mom and yeah yeah, so if either of you want to speak to that yeah I can jump in so early on my stepdaughter was super little so there was really no conversation and the thought process for us we didn't really know what was going on it wasn't until court and we had discovery that we realized how bad things really had gotten so for us it was kind of like we we had this hunch we're you know we're acting on it we think this is going to be best um obviously we ended up being correct in that um and then over the years like my stepdaughter would notice or start to ask questions like, well, why don't I go to my mom's more? Or why am I here? And so, because our mom's only about 35 minutes down the road. So it's not as though there's this really big distance that she couldn't see her during the week. Um, So we just kind of would say, well, you know how much you love your school. Like our schools are really great here. And, um, you know, me and daddy love helping you with school. And so you can just have fun when you see mommy on the weekends or at this time in the summer. And so we tried to always spin it positive. Um, But as she's getting older, she's, like I said, she's eight and a half, but she's super bright and emotionally intelligent. And so she kind of gets like, well, you handle school, right? Or like, she'll say like, well, mommy hasn't taken me to the doctor since I was a baby. Or she'll make comments like Mm. acknowledging that she knows it just isn't, wouldn't happen if she you know, weren't here, it wouldn't be the same t- like type of care. So while we try to not say anything to the effect of, 
um, like what her mom can or can't do, mm-hmm. it becomes kind of obvious as they get older that like this is the place that she should be spending more of her time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Casey, did you have? Uh, uh, yeah, I, it's actually interesting hearing Sierra's, you know, their way of, you know, explaining it to her or to your stepdaughter because with us, a lot of what we found out was because of what we were told by our stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. So we didn't, we weren't lucky enough, I guess, to have, she was a little older. She was, I guess, six at the time. Um, so she knows a lot. So a lot of our conversations in our home with um, my husband and her are honest. I mean, mm-hmm. they're age appropriate, but they're honest. You know, you know, that you know, you know, mommy is sick. She's an alcoholic. So, you know, mm-hmm. you know, mommy's sick. Unfortunately, she, you know, she's not getting better yet. Um, things of that sort. Uh, when it comes down to, I guess, when we got uh, sole custody or we you know, we were going through all of that, it was more of a no brainer to my husband and I, you know, we, we have to keep her safe. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't, you know, we'll figure it out and we have, and we've had in depth conversations, but in the moment it was, she needs to be safe and she needs to be in a stable home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, how has your, how has your relationship, I mean, cause both of you are kind of came into the game fairly early, right? So yeah. I want to hear about your relationship with your partner and how that's been impacted because we always talk about as stepmoms, like we didn't get that like traditional, you know, time to just be with each other and not be like parents. Um, so how, how has that been an impact for you? And then Um, I know a lot of people are interested in overall, I mean, you don't, you don't get a break for, you know, being full time and you don't get that transition day, um, relief or, you know, anxiety or whatever. So let's talk about that too. Um, I can start if you don't mind. (laughs) Um, well, so transition day anxiety, I used to get all of the time. Um, it, now it's just uh, emails and text messages anxiety, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, oh shoot, I lost my train of thought. You don't, you used to get oh. transition day anxiety. Oh, I used to get transi- <laughs> transition anxiety, but now it's just, you know, it, it's my life. This is what I wake up every day. We both, we all know we're moms. We get up, we do our job. Um, you know, I know a lot of stepmoms don't consider their stepkids, you know, like theirs. I do. So I have mm-hmm. that going for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, as far as breaks, I don't really get any, mm-hmm. um, you know, I go to bed early. Mm-hmm. That's my, that's my break. Cause I love my sleep. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's me. That's on my end. And what about, um, time in your relationship, like developing um, and we make sure we communicate really, really well. Mm-hmm. We've had times where we don't do that. I, you know, we're stressed out. We're super busy. We're, we're all like that. You mm-hmm. know, every relationship, right. You, you know, highs exit and lows. lows. Yeah. Um, but we have been conscious of our communication. We are conscious of when we need alone time, mm-hmm. even if it's just, you know, sitting on the couch talking after the kids go to bed mm-hmm. Yeah, and making sure we are, you know, on the same page, mm-hmm. you know, when we need to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sierra? 
So uh, it's since I met my husband in college, um, yeah. we had like a few, a few months of just like where he, we didn't really talk much about his daughter and just kind of tried to, to date as much as we could. Um, which early on he was like, you should just run. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you probably want to just like head for the hills at this point. Like there's a lot you're going to find out. And I was like, what do you mean? You know? So, and and at the time too, I had committed to going to graduate school, um, in a different state. So we live in Pennsylvania. I was already going to like move to the DC area. And so I was just kind of taking it kind of like with a grain of salt in terms of like, we'll see where this goes. Um, and so we did actually have a few months of dating because he was like, I don't really don't want, you know, you to, to I don't want to introduce her until I'm really sure that this person's going to be in her life. I mean, she was like less than one at that point, um, which I was fine with. Cause like I said, I just graduated college having a great time. Um, so but then once <laughs> I jumped in, once he like put her in my arms, I, I remember meeting her and like, he was trying to give her, he had, she had an ear infection. He was trying to give her antibiotics. And I was like, just give her to me. And I had always been like a babysitter. And I, I remember like jumping in and being well, like, oh, well, this is over. You know, like, I just don't see. <laughs> You're screwed now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm in. So I did still go away to graduate school. And we still had that two years where we kind of were, like, I really wasn't in that full-time role yet because he had 50-50 and I was away during the week. I would still come back on the weekends or he'd come up to see me, but we did actually have more dating time um, than probably most just because mm. we were out of state. Um, but then, yeah, once I moved back, we moved in together, then we got primary and then it really was like there was, there, there's no, you, you go from dating to now we have a kid. Like, oh, hey, now we have a four-year-old together. And because he had her so much, then all of a sudden I was, you know, a mom showing up to pickups and, um, mm-hmm. and that's like a tough, a tough spot to be. And, and also feeling like I'm younger. I mean, he's, he's younger too, but in the area we live, there's not a ton of like younger parents, I would say. And so, mm-hmm. um, it was just a bit kind of awkward figuring out my place starting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then how do we make time? So, so we didn't really act, like I said, the beginning we had, we had some of that. And then now it, it all went, that all kind of went away when I moved back. And then my husband was like, well, let's just have babies. Cause what are we, we're already parents. We, don't, we were going to have kids. Like, Why not? Might as well just get started. Yeah. So he's like, let's just get them. Let's get this done. We'll get them out of the house. So that was kind of my thought too. Like we already have one. What's two more? So now we'll have, you know, another one in the house. So we really don't have time. Um, we, we try, it's, it's tougher with COVID, like to me. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I oh I love that. So, um, oh God, I always think when you guys are talking, I'm like, oh, that's, I want to come back to that. Um, oh, well, I guess an obvious question. Um, what are your relationship like with bio mom? <laughs> <laughs> Sure, you they're, they're sweating now sure. they're sweating <laughs> so so it's been it's been over it's been over seven years so I'd say we've come a really long way and and actually some of the stepmoms that I've met from stepmom to stepmom or just Woo-hoo! in other yes I've, it's, been, it's been awesome I, I totally love it I have the best matches um actually Yay. I have two but what I say to, especially like a newer stepmom is I'm like, if you would have told me a certain number of years ago that I would like 
be as calm around her as I am now or that I'd be in the place I would never have believed it I'd be like no shot I can't be around her without feeling like I'm gonna have a panic attack or wanting to like puke or whatever Mm -hmm. um so we've come a really long way it was so high conflict really drawn out court situation to the point where now it's just like I I see her and there's really just I, I just don't there's not much to to really react to like we don't have we keep it um, our interaction as minimal as possible. We never really co-parented. We always did parallel. Um, and so actually for when we were in the height of COVID, my stepdaughter just stayed put. We thought that was like safest, but it was her birthday. So at one point I was like, to my husband, I'm like, oh yeah, I invited her over to stay outside and I just got a cake. So we'll just like sing high birthday outside. He's like, you did what? I was like, yeah, she's just going to drive by. We're just going to have a cake outside. And I really thought back. I'm like, if you would have told me that years ago, like I would have never believed I would do it. So come, but, but the other thing that I'll say to get me to that point, besides a lot of therapy, resources like this, talking to other stepmoms is just finding like the time to say like, and I'm done with your shit today. Like, you know, and putting up that barrier to say, like, I know that I'm raising your kid full time, but I don't have to deal with you. And so like you have to deal with my husband. And if there's a point in which you're in my space and into my life, I'm just going to go ahead and pop that wall back up. So Mm -hmm. if we can be in a season, because seven years, we have plenty of seasons, her and I, a season where we're cool and you want to call me about something or you want to come over for a COVID socially distanced random birthday party. That's birthday great. Drive-by. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then there are other seasons where I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and say, I don't want you to communicate with me right now. Like this isn't, mm-hmm. this isn't going well. You can talk to um, my husband because you guys mm-hmm. made this kid together. So just knowing like that if we're in that low, it'll come back up. Um, but above all else, just making sure that like my mental health is where yeah, you're protecting it. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, honestly, hearing that, because I feel like my anxiety and stuff, I don't know. Okay. Let me, let me say it this way. I feel like if I had him full time, like if I had my stepson full time, I almost would feel like I would feel more confident and I would feel more like I'm in control. I have your kid, you know, most or the majority of the time or, you know, whatever. And, and I feel like the comparison and the constant back and forth and the, the, that is what creates so much for me is, is, is that. And so is that, does that sound accurate that like, once you have that like transition of like full, because honestly, my husband and I like contemplate like, you know, moving away and having, you know, a, significant change to our custody schedule and would it be him going to her would it be and I think like I would have a really hard time transitioning to full-time but at the same time it's like oh my gosh that would be such a relief because I wouldn't have to interact with her as much she wouldn't have that much of a say really is that is that accurate to I think so yeah yeah I I think that's a big uh part of being uh you know me or full-time stepmom is mm-hmm. that drama is not really in your life as much as it was during mm-hmm. 50-50 or weekends, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And do you guys get to make the majority of the decisions, like as far as like doctor's appointment, like do you just kind of run 
the show. You don't really have to like check in with her on those sort of, yeah, we, sorts of things. We have sole custody okay. of my stepdaughter. So we make all decisions, okay. everything. And we, yeah. we don't have tech, like technically have sole custody, but uh, we, we, she doesn't like put up a show interest. Fight. <laughs> yeah. Or do anything I mean, for it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so it's so interesting because I also think having like biological kids of my own has impacted like how I am a stepmom and how I probably would have been earlier on. So I feel like, like would I, like you, if you question, would I do, how, would I have done things differently seven years ago? Um, if I came into the relationship with a child, how would it have been if we had our, ours baby sooner? How would it have been? Um, but early on, I like, I jumped like with both feet in just because it, like you're looking at this little this little kid who needs you, um, and and sounds like in both our situations, Casey and I, like it need like these these kids needed us, um, but you don't know to what degree, right? And so I I jumped in saying like, yeah, I want to come to this doctor's appointment, or yeah, I want to participate in school. Um, I don't know if I was needed. Like at what point? Like could you say? overstepping. I, I don't know what the answer to that is, but at this point now I run all the, you know, I go to every doctor's appointment, I schedule all the appointments. So I probably mm -hmm. did need to be there back then too. Like it's, it's, it's hard to, to look back and say like, how did you, like, how can you know when is enough or what's not enough? But if you're coming at it from a place, which like, I think a lot of stepmoms are of just, I want to make sure the kid's taken care of. I want to do, take care of them the way I would take care of my own because I see this need. Like I see a child that needs, you know, parenting, mm -hmm. <laughs> especially within yeah. your own yeah. house that you just kind of jump in. And so I think um, that's where it started. And then for us, like what we did, even if, even when bio mom had like Wednesday afternoons, it would be like, oh, on Wednesday, they sent home the conference paperwork and she has it and she didn't tell us she had it. And so then they sent home another notice and they're like, or the teacher calls and says, hey, like I sent this home, like you didn't send it back. This is your second notice. And so of course I'm like, oh, well, did it go home on Wednesday? And he's like, yeah. yeah. Um, so just those types of things <laughs> where I'm like, great, I didn't get it. Like, you know, could you send it again? And just, just like those little things where I'm like, hey, you probably aren't going to go to the conference. Could you just give me the form or could you just... Yeah let me know you have it. And, and then that, that creates more communication, right? Like then mm -hmm. I have to reach out. Open or up the gate. Out. Right. And so now it's like, if you don't pick up from school, like all that stuff gets done magically. Mm -hmm. um, and, I don't <laughs> have, and I don't have to, <laughs> crazy how that happens. Um, but I don't have to. <laughs> Little have fairies. To, yeah. Yeah. You don't have to like fight every step of the way for it. Right. And, and same thing with the doctor. Like it used to be like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to schedule her flu shot, but I have to do this runaround of like texting you and making sure you're okay with the flu shot. And then should we find a date where we can all go? And like, why the Ugh. hell, why the hell do three adults need to go to a flu shot? They don't. Right. So well, you can't so, even right now anyway. Right now you can't, but, no. but so now it's to the point where she'll see, cause we do share like the medical portal. She'll be like, Oh, I see that you guys scheduled a flu shot. Like, that's great. And we're like, yep. <laughs> you know, and, and thank goodness <laughs> thank, because, thank you. <laughs> because who cares at the end of the day, she needs to get a flu shot. She's, you know, the pediatrician's down the street from my house and she's here all week. It'll get done. But when you feel mm -hmm. like you, you know, when there's that power struggle and, and mm -hmm. earlier on there was like, she still wanted to have some control. Understandably it's her child. Um, but 
but she wasn't in a place to effectively do it. And so while there was that power struggle back and forth, it's like everything became more complicated than it had to be. And so while I do more work as a full-time stepmom, I'm just like, great, let me handle it because this, this is going to get done. This is going to get done, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, mm-hmm. quickly. So, yeah. Casey, did you have anything to add? Um, well, I wanted to ask Sierra, actually, do you feel like in the beginning, like you say, you went to all the doctor's appointments and everything, because I did the same thing, um, that it kind of, it's, uh, I guess like the universe knew that at some point you were going to be taking all of that on because that's how I feel sometimes. Like there were, there are reasons why that was where I was. And that's why I was taking care of her when I didn't need to be, she had two capable parents doctor's appointments, school stuff. Like, do you feel like that could have like been out there? Brought it into the universe. Yeah. Well, not that we brought it into the universe, but (laughs) that the universe, it was just out there. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I think like, like it goes back to just the, we probably were acting with the way, like what we felt we needed to do. Like it felt like I should be involved in school. It felt like I should, go to doctor's appointments. Cause in my, even when we had 50, 50, I'm like, well, 50% of the time I'm one of her primary caregivers. So like, mm-hmm. I have questions for the doctor too. So can yeah. we all be there together? Like, is that okay? And so like, now that I have a biological child of my own, like would I have been real pissed if I, if I kid a stepmom and she was like, Oh, and me, I was like, count me in. I want to be there too. Like, yeah, I'd probably be like, Oh, here she goes again. Um, but I also <laughs> would be grateful that like, or, or think, Hey, that's cool that she wants to like mm-hmm. help take care of my kid. Or that's cool that she, yeah. you know, is a loving mom figure in, in my child's life. Um, but yeah, now that I look back, I'm like, it's, I couldn't have predicted that I would end up, you know, doing here here doing the amount that I do now I thought if anything after we had like our lowest low I thought well, like well we're gonna go up right and I'm like oh no we just kind of been on this plateau for five years of you know same place but um but yeah no I mean it just it, it's it's tough because you want to go with your gut you you don't want that what's that what is the overstepping what's yeah what's my place um my plate obviously I feel like your your place is in your own family like we have our own lives these are our spouses um that we have children of our own so it's like yes you need I, I know my place in my home but figuring it out with bio moms complicated and then yeah when you have a sudden shift to being a primary caregiver um yeah like good thing we were you know involved there, earlier and good time. thing mm-hmm. yeah good thing that we had the sense to say hey like I I, I want to step in I want this role yeah yeah so okay. I have a I have a question um because a lot of, we, we talk a lot about like disengaging and we talk a lot about taking time for yourself and kind of carving what you want your role to be and not what, you know, it should be, you know, everything that you spoke to Sierra, it sounds like you really feel confident in your role. You, you know what um, you're wanting from that hat. I guess my question, my question is two parts. Um, do you feel like it's possible for a full-time stepmom to disengage? And if you do, have you ever attempted to pull back from your responsibilities or your, I guess, expectations as a full-time stepmom to kind of take care of yourself? Yeah. So I, I mean, I think you can definitely disengage. I think 
like any part of a relationship, what you do in the beginning sets the tone. So like my, my husband does empties the dishwasher. And so he, he'll joke like, do you even know how to? I'm like, I do, but if I start doing it, you'll stop. And like, we're seven years in, <laughs> empty it every day. So I'm just gonna like, never, <laughs> never empty it. Chelsea does the dishwasher. Yeah. And he goes away, for, he'll, he'll go away for, you know, he'll go away for a weekend or something. And he's like, oh, it's amazing. You know, it was empty. And I'm like, God, oh, it's so weird. And so I feel like it's, just, it's a similar thing to, to stop parenting. like like I made this portal to schedule conferences and my husband never made it. Bio mom didn't make one. And so I think I'm the only one who like knows the password to schedule the conferences. And so if I said to him, Hey, Jake is up. I'm not doing this anymore. Like he, he'd really would be struggling to figure out. I mean, he could call the school and, and figure it out. But um, yeah, I think the more you take on, obviously it becomes harder to disengage, but I think it's possible. And what I was thinking I was talking to my sister about it. I'm in a unique situation because my mom was a stepmom, uh, mm. a full-time stepmom to my sister. And oh, so wow. I have, yeah, it was actually very odd I, <laughs> how I kind of reliving that part of my life. So, so you, you are the ours baby? Yes. Okay. So I'm an ours baby yeah. and my, I have an, and my, actually the age difference, the same too. My sister is six years older than me and my bio, my bio, our ours baby and my stepdaughter are six years apart too. So oh, wow, that is yeah, <laughs> it is really weird. Um, and so my sister is great because I'll say like, hey, you know, you you were, you know, you were a stepchild in this situation. You know, am I an evil stepmom here, or, or how did you feel in this situation? Or you know, I'll kind of ask mm. ask her perspective. But what I noticed is like there are times my toddler is having a tantrum and I will like football carry him to my husband, right? <laughs> Hand him off and be like, tag, you're in. This kid's being an a-hole, right? Like, and mm-hmm. I feel comfortable doing that because I gave birth to this kid. Yeah. So why am I not comfortable or why am I less comfortable saying to my husband, like, hey, you know, you're-, you're Take like, care of your kid. Yeah, like, yeah. why am I? Because I do it yeah. with, with our ours baby. I say, hey, this kid's a real like jackass today. I can't, I can't handle this. Um, but then if I say it about my stepdaughter, I feel like a horrible person, but, oh, I but like, but with the distance, like for example, so now we're doing distance learning. And so I'm like, listen, you need to take a bigger role because I know I'm like real organized mm. and like real good at this crap, but like I'm drowning over here with my work. So step up. I need you. It doesn't matter that it's like his daughter or our son. Like you can disengage equally from any of your kids. Mm. I'm not like, I was going to say that. Yeah. yeah because yeah. if it's, it, you know, you have to know, and, and you can't feel as guilty because it's your stepchild. And I'm, and I totally do this. Like I, I will feel like I, f- I feel bad saying, you know, Hey, you're, you're bugging me today. Or why don't you have some quiet time in your room? But I'll, mm-hmm. but I'll give my toddler the iPad and have him go in yeah. his room. So just like realizing and pointing out like, Hey, why am I so uncomfortable disengaging from my stepdaughter. I feel really guilty. I feel like I can't do it, but I could do it for my biological son. So just like trying to like bring that to light and realizing when you do it. And I think if most stepmoms do, they'll realize that like, it's totally normal and you want to do it with your own kids. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. totally. I feel the same way. I was going to say like, I can disengage from my bio daughter, my bio son and my stepdaughter at times when Mm -hmm. I need to, here you go. Um, No, I'm not doing it. And, you know, it works. Yeah. I think, I think one thing that I like to point out are, because we get really caught up in the stepmom, like 
the role and what that means and how society sees us and how we feel about it. And, and sometimes we get so lost in that, that we don't really, we don't really give it acknowledgement that stepmotherhood is motherhood yes. and that it, there, it, it, it's not that much. I mean, obviously there's the big glaring difference, right? I, that child did not come out of my vagina, yes. but there are so many similarities and parallel of it's like, yeah, any mom would feel that way. It's okay. Yeah. Like any mom is going to get annoyed. Like I get these, am I an asshole? Am I a bitch for, you know, getting super annoyed and, and just wanting to like wring his neck? I'm like, no, I wanted to throw my toddler across the room yesterday. Like she was just being a little brat. Like it's yep, that. Exactly. And, and that's when I'm like, congratulations, you're a mom. Yeah. <laughs> like you've made it like that. Yeah. And, and to get, be more gentle with ourselves and not beat ourselves up all the time for all these really hard feelings because moms are all feeling them. We all need a break. We all need, especially now, you know, it's a lot, it's harder. And again, the remote learning, right, Sierra, and you're doing it too, Christina. Yep. It's really fucking hard. hard. And it's, you know, I feel myself needing to disengage more now than I ever did before because it's, it's full time. You're not, you don't get a break. And I, yeah. I think like when you have, if, if you're a stepmom and your stepchild has two really engaged, healthy parents, like you can disengage and no one will feel that, right? Like they, yeah. they really shouldn't feel it as much. I have the guilt of like, if I disengage, like this kid really needs um, a mom. And so mm-hmm. I carry more weight, but then what I think I can do is I've gotten better at expressing myself to like my in-laws to say, hey, listen, like she really wants to do activity X. It's on this night a week. Like, could you pick her up and take her? Like, can you help out here? And I think like when I'm honest and saying like, I'm struggling, like this is a lot um, to like my support system, especially if they're my husband's family, um, they're quick to be like, yeah, like let's jump in and help you there. And so I think that's another one too, is like, what other, you know, resources do you have for support? Who else is in your village to help you? Because uh, it's difficult to disengage as a stepmom, and then it's a lot harder if you feel that pressure of, you know, I'm really the mom that's that I think my step, you know, my stepchild needs. Um, but just figuring out, like, and it's not that my husband, like, my husband's a great dad; he's fully capable. Um, but there are times when both of us feel like, hey, we 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 could really use some help. Like, um, we asked his sister to come over the other day and said, hey, like, could you do this science activity, like? <laughs> I used to be a babysitter and a nanny. I was like so arts and craftsy, like give me a science project. Let's make a volcano. And I'm like, you brought home a what? Like, you're going to make a slime or like, let's call in somebody else. But, but just knowing to say like, you know, I think I'm tapped out. I don't want to make a roller coaster or whatever project we have going on. Like, who yeah. could, is there anyone that could help us out yeah. with this? Um, and that's for, for any mom. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you're, when you're full time, like, Call yeah. on those reinforcements. Yeah. So my family, we don't have relative. Well, I have my sister up here and my dad, but I can't leave my dad with my kids. So that doesn't count. <laughs> um, but my in-laws who live in Florida take my kids for a month every summer. And wow. that is like our big, that's like what I look forward to every year, All year. especially <laughs> every school year, because I don't have grandparents. You know, my sister that is here full, works full time. And my husband works full time. I'm home, luckily, but that's our reprieve. We get to 
ship them off (laughs) for a month. And, you know, that's our village. It's not close, but that's our village, you know? So, yeah. Um, let me see. I have questions. Um, so let's talk about self-care and, and even if you don't have it, let's talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, I, I, I see like my weeks off, like right now, like this is my week off without my stepson. And even though I have my daughter, like I feel this like weight and I take advantage of certain things. And, um, I feel like I am literally plugged in charging, preparing for the next week with him. And sometimes I'm like, really down on myself. And I'm like, this is not a way of life. Like I do not like that. I feel this way where I feel like I have to hype myself up to take care of him and to prepare for these weeks where again, I think if I didn't have that grass is greener kind of mentality of, you know, I know what it's like. And if it was just this is my life, I have him all the time. This is, you know, whatever I, I would have to cope differently. Um, well, isn't it when you're, you know, the ups and downs, they're harder anyway, you know, and that's kind of what 50, 50 is you're going up and down, up and down and your emotions, right. Are on a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. So when you're not doing that, yeah, it is a little mm-hmm. easier. Yeah. To- and it's like, and then the weeks that we don't have him, like I get irritated about different shit. Like he's not here, <laughs> but I like all day today, I'm seeing emails between bio mom and his teacher and she's pretending like she's fucking mom of the year talking about homework that he and I did last week as if she fucking did it and I'm like oh my god I want to reach through my phone and you know so it's like Uh anyway I got off track here but (laughs) let's talk about like self-care and that you don't have that up and down but you know just like any we're trying to normalize self self care and taking time for herself in general for all mothers, not just stepmothers. Um, but there is a different complexity when it comes to being a stepmom and that guilt and all that stuff. So, how have you taken care of yourself um, either through the transition of going to full time? Is that something that you were thinking about? Like, I need to take care of myself. Is it kind of an afterthought? Um, chat. <laughs> oh, um, I started working out. Mm-hmm. which was a good outlet for myself. I have not in a long time, <laughs> probably since COVID started. Um, now, I, like I said before, I love my sleep. I will look at my husband and say, I'm checked out. I am going upstairs. And whether I'm going to sleep or I'm going to watch TV, I am checked out. And that is me time. Mm-hmm. And that's my happy place. Besides that, I also have started last month one night a month going away with my girlfriend. We go out to dinner. We each get a hotel room and we go back to the hotel room. We drink or to one of the rooms we drink. Then we go to our own, you know, rooms. Mm -hmm. And it's nice. Oh, that's once a month. Wow. Once a month. Yeah. Sign me up for that. Yeah. (laughs) Let's do that. It's really nice. And then I get to sleep in and actually sleep in. Oh my so you know what I want to do? And I'm just going to interject really quick. And then Sierra, I want to hear from you. But my plan 
for 2020, honestly, was to travel and like meet up with different stepmoms and like host like different events. Like I was like literally being like, okay, there is a concentrated amount of people in California. Like the amount of followers in California is like, and I know all this because of stepmom to stepmom. So I'm like, <laughs> all right, I'm going to San Francisco, bitches. Who's gonna, who's gonna be there? Who's gonna hang out with me? And then I'm gonna go to New York, you know, like whatever. And you, Casey, you just gave me this idea that when we do that, it is going to be like a stepmom retreat. It should be. Yeah, it's going to be a boozier retreat. Boozier yes. retreat. Yeah. Yes. It'll be a radical stepmom's retreat, and yes. like I just have all these high hopes for this. Like I just think yeah, COVID I love it. Just, like knock it the fuck off. All right, Sierra, yeah. go. How do you take care of yourself? So I've been I've been awful lately. I I mean I also. I, I get into, I enjoy working out. That's definitely an outlet for me, but I'm like super pregnant and Ew. so now it's like, <laughs> gross. Uh, so now it's more like, oh, I'm going to go for a walk and listen to a, you know, true crime podcast. Yes. Um, but what my, oh, murder. Uh, but, <laughs> but what my husband and I were better at doing pre-COVID and we have to get back to is um, trying to take like one trip away from the kids every every year and we like to go with friends because it just brings us back to like we met in college we'd go out with friends have a good time and like you know just not be parents yeah not, be, not yeah. be parents just really remember like why we fell in love how how like we are as a couple like what makes us you know kind of unique and and that we have a life outside of our kids and so mm -hmm. we did uh, before my son was born, we did like a big friends trip to Mexico, which was awesome. Um, the last two years, I like won't go that far from my little baby. So I we just did like a Florida weekend, but still like rented a house with a bunch of friends and just, you know, grilled, hung by the pool, like really had a weekend where we just kind of disconnected from, from the kids. And then when my stepdaughter goes to her mom's, my son were like, Hey grandma, you know, you want to, you want to have him too, <laughs> which again yeah. goes back to like me feeling guilty. Like I, I don't want like to have my stepdaughter stay with mm. her grandparents, even though they love her and she loves them and she'd have a good time. But I feel like, Oh, because you know, I, I have to give her like a different experience, but I'm so quick to shit my toddler off. It's not even funny, um, but he, <laughs> he loves it. So he probably like, we were trying to do like at least one night a month at grandma's. Um, but like, we kind of fell off of that a bit too with COVID, but we will, we'll bring him. And sometimes we don't even really do much. We just like hang out during the day, like watch a movie and just really enjoy being a couple. So I'd say for us, like, that's a big one is just, let's get the kids out of the house and decompress for a little bit because if we don't plan to do that actively they never leave <laughs> <laughs> yeah right that's never the thing don't. you they have don't. to create the time you have yeah, to like yeah. make it happen um let's talk about our partners for um a bit um you know i i feel like so much of our um comfort level and our you know I guess overall fulfillment slash satisfaction within this role really comes down to our partners and having it be quote worth it. Mm -hmm. And because we, you know, we deal with a lot of shit and we deal with their freaking ex all the time. And it's like, you better be doing something right if I'm continuing to stay here. So, um, how, how does you, how do your partner, how do your partners support you, validate you, appreciate you. What's your like love language when it comes to being a stepmom and what you're needing from your partner? 
I Good feel question, like I, right? I, yeah. <laughs> yes. I need like constant gratification. So I like always am looking for my husband to tell me like, you're such a great mom. You're doing a great job. Like, which if he's not, I'll like remind him that I need that. I'm like, I really need like <laughs> continuous. I'm like a puppy. Like just keep patting me on the head and telling me I'm doing a good job. Like that's uh-huh. what I need to I'm the same. Um, but like with my husband and I, we just fell in love like so hard. And so it was just like, I, I thought it was like, so we were like the cheesiest couple ever. And so <laughs> for me, like, even when it does get extremely difficult, I'm like, there's definitely no one else I'd want to be doing yeah. like this crazy mm-hmm. life with. Like it, it is, it really comes down to like, for the stepmoms who are, if you're, if you're considering, or if you're like unsure about your partner, like really yeah. make sure because it, yeah. I mean, if it was not my husband, I wouldn't do this for, for anybody else, honestly. Yeah. Like it, it really, no, no, no. The, the person should be a hundred percent worth it because um, it, it isn't about like to, to us, it isn't about the kids. Like I, I love my stepdaughter. I am obsessed with my, my son and this next little baby, I'm sure equally so, but um, like they're going to move out of the house, you know, and then yeah. we mm-hmm. are hopefully going to have a really full, um, exciting life after that for a really long time. And so like, to me, it's like, yeah, this is, this is crazy, but I'm signed up for a lifetime of happiness with him. Um, and so this is a, a, chapter of, of raising kids together that can be difficult, but um, just make sure that that's what you, you really see as, as your vision, because I'd say otherwise it's, it's not something worth getting into all the yes. time or it's not, you know, it's not for everybody. It, it really should be like this person um, is, is the one for you uh, because it's, mm-hmm. it's a huge, huge job for anybody. Yep. Yeah. I totally agree. I agree with that. Um, 100%. Um, as far as what's our love language, um, when my husband picks up my slack in the house, when I have had it and Mm. I have had three kids for five days a week from 6am to 7pm every night. And he comes in the door on a Friday and makes dinner. Mm. Uh, It just takes a weight off of me. And it's not because I asked him to, it's not because I hinted towards it. It's because he just knew I needed that time to just sit my ass on the couch mm-hmm. <laughs> and have something done for me. Um, and then, you know, again, we, we communicate really well. He also puts up with my crazy when it comes to when I lose my shit about baby mama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Cause I do, I tend to do that. Yeah, we all do. Um, <laughs> You know, and he still tells me I'm cute afterwards. So, <laughs> that's, you know, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I can I can relate to both of you, uh, Sierra. Your the needing appreciation. I the other day I was like, um, after my stepson had gone to bed, I was creating this whole like schedule for his remote learning like day with like little tabs and stuff that we like change out every day of what what we're doing and stuff. And I'm like working on it. I'm like, Oh, you know, whatever. And so I finish it and like show it to him. And he's like, that's great, babe. And I'm like, I need a fucking little more than that. I need to tell me that I'm amazing, that you couldn't live without me. Like that. Right. I'm an awesome mom. Like keep going. Try that one again. Try that one try, again. Try it again. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. A little yeah. more. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then same, like my, like, uh, I was, I'm with my stepson three days out of the week. I, I had spoken up, you know, when this whole remote learning shit started and I was like, I can't do five days. I actually have to be at my office twice a week. So you need to figure something out. So by the end of the week, I am like, by the end of last week, I told my husband, I was like, I have spent 
way too much fucking time sitting next to a nine-year-old boy. Like I can't, I don't want to be around him. Like I just can't do this. And he was like, cool. So what are you going to do all by yourself on Sunday? And I'm like, good answer. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And and for me too, it's like the small things. Like my husband's always like getting me, you know, I got, so I'm working from home, which I was pre COVID for the most part anyway. So it wasn't a huge transition for me, but I now have an eight year old home, which was not, you know, how I worked before. But so like he, if, if I have a busy schedule, you know, and, and we own, we have a business too. And so he's not like working a nine to five, but we're both busy. But what he says too, is like, he's like, I just always make sure that like you have what you need because like, you're like a really good, like you're really good at the mom stuff. So like, let me just make sure that you're taken care of. Cause I know that you're really taking care of everything else. And it's true. I'm like, like, I literally will be like, Oh, can I have some more water? Like, I'm not even kidding. Like I sometimes probably look like such a princess sitting around asking him to like refill my drink. I'm also pregnant. So it's like, kind of weird that, but even when I wasn't or like, Hey, can you make me a cup of coffee? Because I'm like, I handle like 99% of the other crap. Like if, if you, I do need you to make sure that I'm, I'm cool so that I can take care of everybody else. And that's kind of what works for us. And if at any point I say, Hey, I'm not good. Here's where I need you to jump in. But um, I'd say two for the stepmoms who feel like, well, I manage it because I'm better at it. Well, then just make sure your husband takes care of you. Because if you're better taking care of the kids, mm-hmm. then tell him what your needs are um, and, and, and have him take care of that so you can you know, be a better mom. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I like yeah. that a lot. Um, so I am wondering if, I mean, if you can say one positive, one negative, and then one nugget of wisdom, what would it be? So full-time stepmom, positive, you get to run your own shit. So if you're type A, you're good, less, less baby mama. Negative would be hearing because everyone knows kids love their, love their parents. They think the sun, moons, and the stars shine out their butt. And sometimes you're like, really kid? Cause like, I've been doing like everything, but like she did like one thing and you think she's phenomenal. So just kind of having like swallow your pride and be like, I think your mom's awesome too. Like, yeah, she uh. does look like princess Elsa or like whatever it is. Just, just kind of having to let that go because it, being a mom is a thankless job. And then being a full-time stepmom, if they still have their mom kind of on that pedestal, mm. you know, for the kid's best interest, let it go. That's, that's tough to do. Um, and a lot of like pride swallowing on that. So that's what I'd say my negative is. And then my advice is just be clear about what you need and disengage when you need to. So especially with bio mom, um, times where I felt like I have to send her the first day of school photo, or I have to update her on swim lessons. Mm. And now I'm like, you know what, if that is what I feel like doing, if that, you know, but I don't feel like I owe anybody anything anymore. And so mm-hmm. the only thing I'm, um, really feel an allegiance to is like my, my husband and the household that we create and the, and the life we choose to live. And I just kind of leave it at that. And if I, if we're in a good place and you feel like doing more, if you, you know, want to extend an olive branch at any point, like let that be your call. Um, but just make sure you're protecting your own sanity first and foremost, because it's, it's a long haul if you don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so my one positive, um, would be and so when you become a well when you're full-time stepmom usually 
there's a reason why the dad has full custody, right? So for me, my positive is knowing that my stepdaughter is safe Mm -hmm. foremost Mm -hmm. in a stable home and she's loved and cared for every day in every which way she needs. Um, The negative is for me wanting to be able to fill a void in my stepdaughter that I know I never can. Mm. Not that I want to. I don't want to take that from her mother, but I want to fix what's hurting my stepdaughter. So that's um, a negative. And then advice. I mean, they go to college eventually, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Or at least kick them out of the house. At least they should move out. Forward to the future. No, um, (laughs) you know, honestly, we take it day by day. Take mm-hmm. it day by day. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, shit can change in an instant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I think so much of it, too, that I love seeing, um, like in comments or just overall, like, I mean, and you guys interacting and talking and stuff is, is having uh, insight into what you need and having mm-hmm. kind of a, a constant pulse on, where you're at mentally, emotionally, and have a, have a, like, well, in my field, we call it a crisis plan. So like having a crisis plan of what is going to happen when your shit hits the fan. And I feel like, um, I really like, I really want to encourage stepmoms to be more introspective and to sense, cause what I don't like is when, you know, you're, you're feeling like you're overwhelmed. You, you've hit your max. You, you're absolutely depleted, all that. What we want to do is prevent that from happening and start to sense that kind of percolating a little bit and then throw in an intervention. So it's like, oh, okay. I'm snapping at my stepson a little bit more than I usually do. He is not doing like a lot of, like, he's not doing really awful things. I'm just at my end right now. So what do I need to do for me that will help me, you know, get and my energy back or, you know, not feel this resentment or not feel this stress or whatever and have that game plan of, okay, I want to wring his little neck. So I need to go to bed earlier <laughs> and, you know, or do all, do all X, Y, and Z. So I love hearing what other stepmoms do and to just, you know, continue learning about yourself, communicating that to your partner, um, asking for what you need and making it happen because that's the biggest thing. None of that shit matters Mm -hmm. if you can't follow through with it and, you know, make yourself a priority because you guys, I mean, both of you are are constantly giving to these kids that you didn't create. You have kids that you did create and you're navigating all of that all the time. Mm -hmm. Like that as an outsider who has 50, 50, like, I am just like, you guys are like a different breed of (laughs) stepmoms. So like, I just want to acknowledge you all the full-time stepmoms that are doing it right now. Like I get it. Like I, I, I don't get it, but I mean, like I get the like the complexities of it all and the amount of weight that you guys take on like you guys are rock stars 
and you guys clearly care really like you truly sincerely care about your family um and like that has to be key right like it's not sustainable if oh yeah no it has to be your your family's your i mean number one right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's it yeah so yeah i just um I'm going to say it, you guys, I'm, I'm going to wrap up. So I'm sorry. Um, but, uh, I just wanted to say, um, before we do, if you guys have any last thoughts or comments, um, questions. I mean, besides saying that we love you guys, <laughs> we yeah. love, we love the podcast and the Instagram, but, um, it was really nice to be on and be heard. Be yeah. Heard. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having us. And, um, thanks for the platform. It's, I think having, um, resources like this has made over my seven years. If I think back to what, um, what made it easier when my switch was besides like mm-hmm. my own introspection and therapy, it really came from realizing like, wow, I'm not the only one in the shit storm. And if I yeah. listen to other people's advice, like I, I can, I can get some, some great, some, some great help. So, um, mm-hmm. I'd, say to other stepmoms like keep seeking out resources if this if this is your this is your tribe and and you this you're, you know you're also a radical stepmom that's great if you if it's not like keep looking there's you know tons mm-hmm. of other yeah. um styles of, of parenting too but i'd say like whether it's stepmom to stepmom or locally like find another stepmom that you can you know take a walk with get a coffee with like vent yeah. vent to because uh it, it's really what's what's helped me a ton in the last uh, year or so so mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like a huge weight gets immediate lifted once you realize, oh shit, I'm not the only one feeling this. Yeah, I'm not the I'm only not one experiencing this. Mm-hmm. Like this is not just me and, and it's going to be okay. Other people are coping with this too. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. All right, ladies. Well, thank you again so much for, thank for you. joining. I appreciate you. Um, everyone listening. Thank you. Uh, be well and stay radical. Thank you for listening to Radical Stepmoms. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a like in the app and share our podcast with your fellow stepmamas. You can also follow us on our Instagram page at Radical Stepmoms Podcast. Or if you have any questions or ideas, we would love to hear from you. And you can email us at Radical Stepmoms Podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.